Put that cookie down. Because it's time for episode 42 of That Metal Podcast. I'm Wolfman Dave. And I'm Gonzo. This is a beer, though. Oh, it's still... It's Santa's going to need it, you know? He is. Uh, well, it's still, it's still too early. It's, it's been a rough year. It is. <clears throat> so, how have you been? I've been good. Um, feels like it's been a long time. It's, it's been two weeks. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I've uh, been good. Uh, I've been listening to a lot of music. Um, so which kind of leads us into our first question. Well, yeah. What you been listening to, man? Um, quite a bit as usual. Um, what I kind of got into very late, it turns out, uh, was <laughs> <laughs> I was shocked. I was kind of disappointed. Um, so as you know, I like Mike Patton. Yes. I like a lot of his work. Right. Um, he came out with an album this year, 2019, um, back in September, uh, called Corpse Flower. And it's uh, de-calibrated uh, with some guy, um, some French dude, uh, Jean-Claude uh, Van something. Van Damme. Dude, right? But no, it's... Uh, <sighs> well, Van Damme's uh, Belgian, I think. Yeah, or something. But yeah, it's like... It's, this guy's like a... He's a French com- uh, composer. Oh, okay. Arranger, right. So it's not, it's not the martial artist. Not at all. That's not at all. The cyborg. only, the no. only uh, boards are breaking are in my eardrums. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, I like that. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Corpse Flower. So it's it's Mike Patton, man. Um, a little avant-garde, a little little trippy at times. It's not really. It's kind of I guess alternative. But it's just Mike Patton. Pretty, yeah, just solo. him. Just him on, on vocals. I didn't really catch too many moments or any that I could think of where there's anyone else accompanying him on that. Um, but it's, it's, it's really good. I mean, the, if you're a fan of my, of Mike Patton and, you know, stuff he's done in the past is definitely right up your alley. Um, <laughs> there's a couple of, uh, songs that I, I made note of. Uh, one is Col- uh, Cold Sun, Warm Beer. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. That's, um, it's, yeah, that sucks. It's a weird, <laughs> right, dude? It sounds like stuff you don't want. Yeah. Um, but it's, <laughs> it's a cool song. It's really, really fucking catchy. Um, yeah. fucking on, on top of the world. Um, that's a funny one. This um, it was funny because it's not a, it's not really what we call a safer work oh, right. song. And I was playing it at work. Yeah. <laughs> so like, oh that's shit, let me turn this yeah. down. Damn. Yeah, it's not about I'm gonna shit on top of the world, and I'm like, oh shit. Um, yeah, that's not safe. For no, work. not at all. Um, and you know, as far as the 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 music, um, the arrangements are really are really cool. Uh, if you're into some of the stuff he's been doing lately, um, like more loungy, oh, yeah. um, you know, again, music that kind of lends itself to his crooner style. Like it, it really does do that. Um, to the point where I actually went down the rabbit hole and started listening to some other, uh, Mike Patton, um, albums, um, that I haven't, I haven't just, for whatever reason, just kind of fell off and I hadn't been listening to him. And, uh, so I also listened to Nathaniel Merriweather's Lovage. Music to make love to your old Oh, that's right. You showed, yeah. I showed you a little yeah, snippet yeah, yeah. of it. It's a weird yeah, yeah. one. Uh, that one is very. It's uh, he. I think he did it. <laughs> he did it with uh, Dan the Automator, which is a. It's like a DJ. Yeah. And he did a, you know a bunch of beats and shit, but it's a really. Uh, it's like almost like a lo-fi trip hop kind of right. album. Definitely low. Yeah, lo-fi. it's got a cool sound to it actually. <laughs> yeah. I uh, really enjoy it. Um, it's it's got some funny little skits in there too. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's it's uh, so I've been doing that. I also listened to some Peeping Tom, which is another uh, Mike Patton project he did in the early 2000s. Um, I think it was actually right around the time he was messing around with the Dillinger Escape Plan. Okay. Um, this one, again, um, very uh, almost hip-hop 
the music's hip hop, but not him because he's he never raps really. He right. just kind of does his his thing. Yeah. Um, and of course, a little faith no more sprinkled yeah. in there for good measure. Um, favorite album is definitely uh, uh, King for a Day, Full for a Lifetime. If you listen to any Faith No More album, that one is a fucking banger after banger, cover to cover. I can sing that album. So not not uh, Epic? Mm-mm. <laughs> God, no. I mean, I like Epic, though. I mean, it's one of my picks for it's karaoke. Like, I mean, yeah, it's a cool song. But it's I mean, fun. for me, like, uh, I like a few songs. Yeah. I'm not hardcore about nah, I know. Faith No More. Yeah. And again, it's Mike. Because I, it's he is an acquired taste. <laughs> like and that's I'm saying that and I'm putting it I mean because it's like lightly you know what I mean like it's very he is, much an acquired taste. he is not yeah he is not um it's not easy to get into no but um if you're willing to put the effort I guess yeah I mean and uh, to give him credit he's got an insane vocal range no no I'm, I'm not I'm not you yeah. know I'm not Denied putting time. him down or anything yeah but, Especially with the other bands like Phantomas and Tomahawk mm-hmm. and all that other stuff, I know that there's something. Tomahawk there. is probably his most, besides Faith No More, it's probably one of his most accessible. Yeah. So I probably you know, Phantomas is just fucking weird. Yeah. Yeah, I've. I mean, uh, you've showed me. Yeah, it's fucking weird. Um, yeah. Mr. Bungle's. Uh, That's also varying degrees of weird. I think the self-titled album is very. I think that one is very digestible because it sounds almost like a metal ska album. Okay. Um. It's got a lot of... All right, that's... that's it sounds bad. very funky. Yeah, that's not bad. Um, you get skank to it. Um, nice. The second album... <laughs> I'm like, nice. The second album, uh, Disco Valente, that one is fucking weird. Okay. That one is avant-garde with a capital guard. It's fucking weird. <laughs> that one's a lot of fucking techno moments and oh, fucking shit. noise experimentation. And right. Yeah, it goes into some weird fucking stretches. That right. I'm not even saying moments. Stretches where it's God, just fucking noise sound effects and shit and him just fucking around on the mic yeah um, and then and then the last that. album which you know i stand corrected i think uh california from mr bungle is probably the easiest one to listen to hmm. that one's very straightforward it's 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 short even it's uh i think like 40 something minutes the other ones are a lot longer yeah um this one doesn't have any songs i think that are over five minutes so it's pretty well i think it's like one song i think none of them knew they were robots was a long song but mm-hmm. For the most part, it's a good title, right? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, that one that one's got a very surfer vibe, so you might like it. That's actually. the one I probably will dig. You actually, because I'm all you, about that. Surfer I might want to show you that tonight because I yeah. think okay, I think you might like some of it, not all of it, but I think there are there's a couple of tracks I could that I could probably pull out of my head that yeah. you might dig. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. And, and and let's get to that actually. So, mm. actually, I want to give credit to the band. Um, they're called. Los Elásticos. That's a good name. And there's this band from Mexico. And I'm talking about the song, the intro song. That we just heard here. That we heard. So, through doing some research for Agaloc, <laughs> which today's, uh, this is the band that we're going to be talking about today. Absolutely. Uh, I, come, I came across this band called Los Elásticos. Uh, I'll tell, I'll give you the details when we get to it later on. All right. But uh, they have this really cool, like, surfer rock uh, you know, alternative thing going on, mm-hmm. which is pretty <clears throat> awesome. And I, I decided that, hey, can we use this song? You know, I, I messaged them. Can we use this song as an intro for the podcast? And they yeah. were so gracious and they were so awesome about it. So thank you guys, Los yeah. Elásticos. Thank, thank you, you so much. Thank you very much. Uh, for doing that, <clears throat> for allowing us. And 
uh, coincidentally, is one of the bands that I've been listening to lately. Mm. Nice. Uh, another band that I totally forgot about that, you know, because I have so many on the, on the list that yeah. I forget. Uh, so, Idle Hands, and the name of the album is called Mana, or Mana, depending where you're from. <laughs> and I totally freaking forgot, I completely forgot how badass that album was, because mm. I, I was listening to it during the summer. Uh, I believe it came out during the summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's super 80s, uh, <laughs> like like uh, The Cult, uh, like The Cure. Oh, wow. So, if you're like that, or if you like Beast Milk, then... This is definitely an album for you, okay. and I, I thought I thought I, I, I it would have been in my fucking top fifteen. Had you remembered? Had I remembered? <laughs> <laughs> that sucks. So top sixteen with honorable mention. Idle hands. Idle hands, but not. So I've been listening to them. Been listening to Ana Cruces, uh album "Screams and Whispers." It's a rad fucking logo, man. Yeah, and also uh, "Manic Impressions" mm-hmm. from Ana Cruces. I also want to say the new single from Demons and Wizards is the shit. Uh, I believe it's Diabolic. How dare you not inform me of this? Yeah, my bad. I, I mean, was, you told me that they were coming out with an album. I didn't think they were already dropping yeah. shit. Yet. The, no, no, the, this is the first. Oh single. yeah, 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 yeah. Just came out uh, this past week. Out. Nice, gotcha. Yeah, out. not bad. The back to form, dude. They sound so good. <gasps> and um, and then I've been listening to Psycho- uh, Psychotic Waltz, uh, Into the Everflow. This album to me is is a uh, it's great, you know. Like, for example, like Ana Cruces and, and Psychotic, Psychotic Waltz. They have that sort of thrashy, but it's kind of like prog, but not really prog. Okay. Kind of strange. Uh, there's progressions in there. There's but, progressions yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I, I just loved it. And, and the fucking vocals I loved from Ana Cruces. The, and I'm saying I like that, guys, because I'm fucking Hispanic. So Ana Cruces instead of Ana Cruces, I suppose. Well, I'm the white Mexican guy, yeah. so I'll say Ana Cruces. Yeah, so <laughs> I say Ana Cruces, and um, so yeah, um, that guy has his cool vocals. They remind me of uh, Tim Amir from uh, Control, Control Denied. Yeah, you're telling me that. So he sounds like Control Denied, but then he has this screeches that kind of sound like Chuck Schuldiner. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's kind of weird, you know. And he has his own unique vocal style in his own, but yeah. that's just kind of what it reminds me of. It gets you thinking about these about it, it, yeah it could, it just reminds me of that so it doesn't I'm not saying that it's exactly what it's kind of like. cool that it invokes uh, thoughts yeah. of Chuck yeah <laughs> right so yeah that's what I've been um, checking out lately um, there's one Christmas album but we're gonna get to that later yeah so, yeah whole another time I'm we'll, we'll come back to that real soon whole another time holy night indeed yeah <laughs> so uh, I checked out um, uh, Rise of Skywalker. Oh, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. yeah it's fun, man. Yeah, it's I cool. figure it's Star Wars, man. It's what cute. It's cute. It's, it's you know, I yeah. recommend it. I want, you know, shit, I want to see space stuff explode in lightsabers. Yeah. That's all I ask. Oh, my God. In space. Then I'm, I'm ready to go. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. did you feel it was an appropriate uh, wrap-up for the trilogy they um, did? Or do you feel they could have done better? Uh, Like the way it ended? Yeah. Yeah, uh... You saw the other two movies, right? The yeah, I want to say Force that... Force Awakens and the last Yeah, I want to say that uh, it needs... More Jar Jar. Yeah. No, I think it... I don't <laughs> like the way it ended, but... Okay. It's acceptable, I suppose. Yeah, I've been... Uh, it's very acceptable. I've been checking out The Mandalorian. That show... That's what we're going to get into. I, I, I keep forgetting. They're all out, so if yeah. you haven't watched it yet, you can binge now. They're all... Yeah. All, all the, the whole, whole season's season? out. Okay, yeah. That's the, what we're waiting for. Man, that finale, dude. And you're going to love... Yeah. 
the last okay. character they show no in way. the last episode. You're going to love who it is. Okay. Well, who's playing him? Okay, okay. So I'm like, fuck. Um, I will say there's one thing. It's not really, I mean, it's not really a spoiler, but yeah. uh, Bill Burr. Yeah. You heard him? Yeah. Comedian? Yeah. He's in he's in Breaking Bad also. Yeah. Yeah, he was uh he's in The Mandalorian. Yeah. And he's basically just Bilber in space. <laughs> Talking with his Boston accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking, Fuck yeah, dude. I'm a sharpshooter. <laughs> it's fucking great. Oh, that's great. Yeah. But but no, as far as The Mandalorian goes, I think that's probably one of the best. So it deserves its ugly. I think it's one of the best things they've done with that franchise. So Fuck yeah, that's yeah. bad. It's a good show. I and think. I know I've had, I've had a hard on for it. I've been wanting to watch it. But I've been waiting for it. And it moves fast. The, show, okay. the episodes are short. They're like 30 minutes. Yeah. But it goes quick. Yeah. Okay. So, so we know. waited long enough. It's cool. Mm-hmm. We'll check it out. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> there's a bit of a controversy that I've been wanting to, to cover and kind of go over. Yeah. And it's not really. It's just us <laughs> being <laughs> elitist assholes. Yeah. But yeah. it is it is what it is. That's why you come here. Yeah. <laughs> so me- Metal Band of the Decade. Uh-huh. Voted by, is it Lodwire or... Who fuck it was it? Let's assume. I think it was Loudwire. I think it was. Ghost was a metal only, band. Only only Ghost could be considered a metal band on Loudwire. Yeah. <laughs> so Ghost was the metal band of the decade. Wow, that's a long... It's been a slow decade. So, yeah. Okay. Hailstorm was the rock band of the de- decade. I reiterate And Greta Van Fleet, which is a fucking hate them, mm. uh, breakout artist of the decade. Yeah, they made me break Now, they gave these guys... Yeah. <laughs> So I feel like I'm not gonna even say what band deserves what or whatever. Yeah, I'll be honest with you, because I kind of feel like it could be any other band, but except Ghost, really. So you know, my personally, I kind of feel like when I and we talked about this. Yeah, I feel like Def Heaven actually deserves that. That honor. Metal band of the decade? Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and I know Behemoth got one too, yeah. right? Uh, for Extreme. And good for them. I mean... Yeah. But know. I kind of feel like Def Heaven deserves theirs. I mean, they they came out in 2010. They were they made a splash. And they continued to write every other year or every few They're years. They're consistently they were consist- putting out material. It, and the quality of the material. The quality of the material yeah. is there. Sunbather. Uh, and, and you're looking at the latest one... Um, Ordinary corrupt human love, or yeah. I forgot what it was called. Yeah, but, that's what it's called. And that one crazy lady, on yeah, the <laughs> yeah. But with, uh, I mean, to me, when you're looking at and and, and it's quality, that post black metal sound, or whatever yeah. you want to describe it, with that with the '90s grunge. Or what Dude, do we it say? It sounds like fucking <laughs> Smashing Pumpkins riffs. Yeah, with fucking black metal shrieking. Yeah, with and the, distortion. And the drums are very fucking like, but the yeah. drums are super hardcore too. Yeah, though. yeah. But that's yeah. why they're bad. That's why they're. I, I just love. Oh, them, it's, you know? dude! The first time you showed them to me, um, Def Heaven, uh, they gave me fucking chills, dude. Like straight up. I remember. I think my nipples are hard. <laughs> like I was just excited. <laughs> it was a really good feeling. It yeah. was really enjoyable. And that yeah, was probably because I, I was tweaking them. Maybe. Beep, yeah, like beep, a radio beep, station beep, trying to get the right metal beep. sounds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, dude, um, no, definitely, I think, I agree, we, we kind of talked about this, like, if any band deserves some real Truly deserves. recognition for this past decade of the work they put yeah, out, it's yeah, them. Yeah, <clears throat> Absolutely. So that bothered me a lot, but oh well. It is what it is, it is We can't, I guess we that, can't do anything you know, about it. on one it. hand, we have to consider, like, a lot of these sites, especially Loudwire in particular, yeah. Um, they're for mass consumption. They're it's, they're it's who pays them. They're for the lowest common denominator. They're yeah. for you know they're gonna talk about bands that exactly. Yeah. That pay the money that or that. Well, I mean maybe whatever labels backing them that's pushing it. You know what I mean? Correct. 
So that's what it is. Whatever. Yeah. Words are dumb, anyways. So we have. <laughs> so we have. Or I have, I should say. About two and a half weeks, dude. And I set sail. You better listen to some Ailstorm when you're out there. I'm going to be listening to Enya. <laughs> right? It's kind of depressing. Sail away, sail, sail away, sail away. away. Anyways. But yeah, <laughs> so we're going to be going to Cozumel. Mexico, Mexico. Mexico. <clears throat> and, of course, I'll be listening to Ailstorm. Yeah. Uh, well, me, personally. I mean, if they fucking announce, because there's... There's still, still 24. No, there's still 24 bands left to, to announce, and they haven't done that. Oh, wow. So we're kind of Pretty like close. pissed off. Everybody's bitching about it. I'm like, they always do this, so I'm not worried, but. Yeah. That'd be cool if Ailstorm came. I mean, they went a couple Pirate years ago. Metal on a fucking boat? Sure. Uh, Makes sense. Yeah. Hello. Definitely. Rum. rum yeah. Beer. Keep that rum flowing. Yeah, dude. <laughs> so I really hope that they get announced, but. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm super excited for that, you know. Um, uh, I don't know what to to expect. I'll be, I'll I mean, be working like a like a goober, so you you uh, party extra hard for me. I will. I will <laughs> take extra good pictures too, yeah. just for you. you so, <laughs> so I mean, I mean, come on, dude. With atheist yeah. cattle decapitation is gonna be there. Uh, Hopefully, they, uh, Emperor that new album, man. dude. Emperor, and then he's playing. As a, he's gonna be playing Emperor, and he's gonna and be doing Ishan. Ishan vibes, yeah. Dude, so that's like, gonna be fucking awesome. It's a double dip, dude. I know, man. Devin. Fucking Devin and Orphan Land. He says that he has a special set just for that. Yeah, boy. So for that for that gig. So yeah, uh, that's what I'm excited about too. And I I I really hope that I run into him in a <laughs> non like weird way. Devin. Yeah. I feel I've every everything you I've can't ever fucking heard, miss him. No, not only that, but I think every time I every time I've heard of people meeting him, he's actually really cool. Okay. Like he's really cool to meet. Like, yeah. You know they say like you know be careful with meeting your heroes. Yeah. Like, I feel that um, he. Uh, from what I've read, he's very genuine. You can approach him. Well, you know, in, in his social media, like on Instagram, he's fucking weird, dude. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know if you've seen that. No. He but, does. Um, he posts some weird fucking does shit. Does he really? Like he's what? some weird... Just like random figurines or pictures and... Really? Just things that are... He'll make faces and shit, you know? <laughs> so, so you guys aren't seeing this, but... <laughs> Gonzo's actually putting on putting on clothes. A not to imply I was naked. Before. Very uh, cool that metal podcast T-shirt. Hell yeah! Over, so uh, my double thermals. Yeah. <laughs> so we have we so I personally wanted to apologize to a lot of you. We still need to order the shirts. We're gonna we're doing pre-orders. Yes. So what we decided to do is the first ten. Um. The first ten uh, orders were going to be given at the price of twelve dollars. Mm-hmm. After that, they're going to be fifteen. So, any and we'll let you know which number you get. But we already have, as far as I know, the orders are taken already. So everything now should be at fifteen. Cool. So uh, that's just kind of a, one of the what do you call it uh, things that I wanted to clear up. Once we get the money, we'll able to go ahead and start shipping out and, and giving them out to yeah to everybody exactly. <clears throat> and so, uh, and you guys let us know if, if, cause we're going to start with 20 and let's see how much it goes from there. And because of that, we have on our, um, on that metal podcast, Instagram, you'll, you can click on the link mm-hmm. to our official website, which is uh, that metal podcast one, um, it's on Podient. And we have a, the very top that says support us. 
or please help support us. Mm-hmm. And that's connected to our PayPal. <clears throat> and so you can donate any amount you'd like to help and support us. And that allows us to bring you better and, and, and awesome content. Uh, and certainly allows us to maybe get us, you know, allow us to get T-shirts that we can yeah, more, get for uh, more merchandise options. Yeah, just and... more merch options, and, and, mm-hmm. and it really does come down to merch options, simply because um, the person that I've been talking to and working with with these shirts uh, does hoodies and he does mugs. I want to see this logo on a fucking mug. Yeah, yeah. So it's mu- <laughs> he does it on mugs and and hoodies. So it's not just a few things. So we want to be able to, you know, kind of support and kind of spread the word of our podcast, you know? Yeah, and what better so, way to do it than to yeah. go to a social yeah. gathering, rocking this sweet That Metal Podcast shirt. Yeah. People go, hey, what the fuck is that? That's cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah, let me tell you about it. Yeah. You know? And that's, you know, that's how shit gets spread. Yeah, and, and not only that, I mean, hopefully, uh, I believe he does decals too. So we'll be able to get decals. <laughs> yeah, slap and it make on your bumper. Shit, yeah, make a shitload of them and, and we'll probably be cheaper to do too. So it's there's a lot of different options and there's the the 2020 is really looking very bright for that metal podcast. Yeah. Uh, don't want to. I don't want to do any of these fucking optometrist jokes and shit. Oh, it's very clear. Okay, no, we're not gonna try to be that cheesy. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure the joke's gonna come pretty soon because we're we like dad jokes a lot. Yeah, we do. So <laughs> one of the coolest things that episode's gonna be coming up too. Uh, but that's gonna that one is gonna be next year in January. Uh, is a our uh, top albums of the decade. Yeah, it's gonna be a, quite a list. It's gonna be a very lengthy. It might, I don't know. We'll have to split it to split it into two episodes. Probably not. But I don't think so. Yeah, we'll be good. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll uh, definitely uh, keep your ear to the ground on that one. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll put keep some you, details out there. We'll keep you posted on that. <laughs> and then we have a special Christmas one that's gonna come up pretty soon. Yeah, yeah. So right, was... right, right around right around Christmas, we'll we'll yeah. get that out to you guys. Um, yeah, it's gonna be cute. A little little sh- little quick episode. Yeah. Uh, in celebration of yeah. uh, of, the, of the holiday so season, don't so. forget to leave those cookies out for Santa and a beer, and I mean Satan, Satan Claus, yeah, yeah, beer, <laughs> yeah, some beers, <laughs> some, some beef jerky. So fuck you for Satan Claus, some beers and some jerky. Yeah, uh, <laughs> fucking some <laughs> milk and cookies. <laughs> Make it spicy. He likes it. Yeah, that's how he likes it. So, <laughs> so we're gonna play a different rendition of a. Uh, the the desert island game, <coughs> which is the elimination game. The elimination. Chicken. Eliminated. You have to eliminate one. Mm. Our choices today. There could be only one: Symphony X or Arion. <coughs> Sorry. <coughs> I know. I know. It's pretty rough because they're both pretty badass. Yeah. I decided to go a little <clears throat> bit more of a you know. Progressive sort of yeah theme that yeah I mean, uh, forgot so, that we did a lot of progressive episodes this yeah week. so if you guys don't um, know Symphony X is going to be on tour with Firewind and uh, Primal Fear next year yes. so you guys check that out uh, whenever the hell yeah uh, we're I know that the tour dates are out but I don't know if it's in the spring or the or the summer I think the one that we're we're eyeballing is in June yeah so it's the summer right summer yeah because yeah. I think Albuquerque is the date. Albuquerque is the one that we're planning to hit yeah. for sure so. yeah okay so um, my bad I'm sorry Go oh ahead. yeah. No, I mean, fuck, that's a that's a tough one. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, it's got Symphony X, which has, you know, Damnation Game and fucking... The Odyssey, dude. The Odyssey. 
The Odyssey. I mean, and fucking Russell Allen is a Russell Allen's a beast. beast, dude. Yes, he is. And charisma. There, f- yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Um, as far as progressive, you know, metal goes, these guys are probably arguably some of the best out there. Um, <clears throat> then we have Arion, which that it, shit's uh, it's. I mean, it's a little bit of everything. Yeah. I mean, uh, when you say Arion, you know, like. Hmm. Because you get a little Dream Theater in there. You he's get got, you get some Symphony X in there. He's got everything, dude. You got some Dan Swano in exactly. there. Exactly. You got some fucking, um, some Devin. You got Devin. You got Michael from Opeth. Oh, you have... Floor Jensen. J- uh, Jonas from Catatonia. Jonas. You have... Uh, oh, my goodness. Devin Graves. You know, you have so many outstanding musicians. Yeah. Ed Warby, the fucking drummer, is, you know... He's amazing. They have everybody. You know. Yeah, and this, I mean... And Arjun's not too shabby guitarist himself. Turns out, so, so, so it seems on the... Based on the He's, Blu-ray oh, we watched. I'm so shy. I don't know. Uh, I'm so sorry. Uh, it's like, dude, uh, you're badass. Shut uh, up. Shut up. Wait, <laughs> you're you're so fucking... He's so humble, but like, shut up. We don't believe you for one second. You're so cool. <laughs> yeah. Right. <I> know. <laughs> you're so cool. Yeah. Um, I think... I think Arion, dude. Yeah. Um, reason being is again just the sheer variety, the yeah. the fact that it's a super group and you get so much into you get so much with it. Mm-hmm. Um, the um, calibrations in these I, on the, on, the, on on really especially the for me the latter records yeah are just I think I'd have it. to agree uh, simply because uh, again Russell Allen is on <laughs> so you still get him yeah <laughs> and so you you're still gonna get him mm-hmm. you're gonna get. The it's like a, a a musical buffet. I would it say. really is. There's just so much for everybody. There's growls. There's cleans. There's, there's operatics. There's, there's just everything. a little bit of everything. And I uh, think yeah, that's there's the power. Cool. There's death metal. Yeah. There's of course loads of progression you know, metal. And I think now I want to kind of segue this to the the mailbag question that we oh, have. Yeah. So we actually <laughs> got one finally. It's been a while. Yeah, I know. You guys, you guys have been. Write, uh, you guys should write to us more. You guys have been. Uh, I don't know what. Not uh, writing to us lately, so that's kind of weird. Yes. But we have a question. So Juan from Phoenix asks... Joaquin Phoenix? Ah, I just yeah. really... <laughs> that's funny. Oh, that, yeah, hey, you... wait. Why are you being a joker? I said. You... <laughs> Woo! That you picked that shit up? Um, psh, no, I just barely... I just barely... When you said it... Hey, like, but little joker... Yeah. All right, go for it. Get it, joker. Yeah, Joaquin yeah. Phoenix. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. The movie. All right, move on. Yeah, he dances. Read okay. the fucking question. All right, so... <laughs> How can I get my girlfriend to listen to metal? That's a good question. You don't! Not just kidding. <laughs> Fucking. <laughs> Give it up, son. Give it up, dude. You're going to start listening to some Mariah Carey. Yeah. She's going to love it. No. Um, okay. So first things first. Mm-hmm. Don't fucking force her. Mm-mm. Do not ever fucking force her to do anything. Uh, I would say, <clears throat> personally, I would say you got to slowly introduce certain bands yeah absolutely and and i mean start with the mundane start with the old older maybe try metallica mm-hmm. try uh some pantera some let's ballads. see whether let's Even see some ballads, some ballads. You know? uh if if she starts to say oh pantera's too heavy reel it back <laughs> you know maybe that's not maybe thrash isn't so. yeah. but i would say try every genre if you're a person who likes every style of music Try every genre. Uh, I know uh, somebody that I know, a good friend, is uh, did not like metal, but for some reason likes power metal. 
and but doesn't like metal at all. Hmm. It's weird. Um, you mentioned that. Yeah, and and so like you don't necessarily need to start super heavy. Like don't fucking don't put Dark Throne, dude. That's ridiculous. That's advanced level. Yeah, That's, man. Don't, don't do you want to fucking do that shit? Yeah. Um, and if anything, <clears throat> I mean, uh, maybe a good starting band could be like Catatonia. Yeah. But one of the things that I for me it's hard is I don't like sharing bands <laughs> that are near and dear that are near and dear to the heart <laughs> to. Your band. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's my shit. It's, that was Opeth, right? Right. For the longest time. So, mm-hmm. like, especially with people, let's say, a female <laughs> companion. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to share that because if running the risk that they don't like it, it hurts that much more. Man. It does. It's kind of hard. You know what I mean? But anyways, uh, I mean, there's a yeah, Catatonia would be possibly a good band. Yeah. Uh, it's funny that you mention all what you're saying here because like. Um, my wife, she's by no means a metalhead. She's a musician, but she, yeah. you know, plays mariachi. She's classically trained. She's into different stuff, different, different spectrum. She doesn't hate metal though. Right. But she's by no means into it and she's by no means a metal head. But, um, in our years together, you know, I've eased her in, you know, with different stuff. Um, she, you know, over the years, you know, just by starting her off with actually power metal. Right. I think power metal is one of the more accessible because the singing is very pleasant the themes aren't necessarily super dark. They're yeah. usually more, you know, it's, you know, if, if they like 80 shit, fucking pop them off with that never ending story cover. Yeah. 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 <laughs> From uh fucking uh, Dragonland. Um, fucking you, Dragonland. <laughs> yeah, dude, they cover that song. It's great. Ah, so no um, black guardian. Damn it. <laughs> but yeah, dude, um, she loves, I mean, she has a result. She loves, uh, Camelot. Yeah. Uh, original singer Camelot. She loves, um, and it's funny that you mentioned it. She did this all on her own, dude. Mm-hmm. She because she picks me up from work, and I open the car door. She's listening to fucking um, uh, tonight's decision. Oh, nice! And I was like, "What the fuck?" Nice. She's like, "Yeah, I, I remembered you mentioning it, and for some reason, I felt compelled to check it out." Nice. And I was like, "Cool!" And she likes it. Nice. <laughs> so she's our. She's at the point now where she's starting to discover things on her own. Yeah. Like she's kind of just going into yeah. her um, Apple Music and just looking at yeah. shit. And she's pulling stuff out that, that she knows. She's already at the point now, and this is over the course of years. It took a while, right? But this, she's at the point now where she's picking stuff out from metal that she likes. But what's awesome about that is, um, Apple Music has a does a very good job mm-hmm. of uh, sounds like or these artists similar artists uh, similar artists. Yeah, they do a very good job of, of giving you like that, legit that rabbit hole. Yeah, yeah, like a legit. These are some other ones that are. Um, that are similar too. Not not all the time though. Yeah, like you know, if you're looking into like new metal and, and, and just rock, there's I went down that rabbit hole that's like, oh my god, this no, they, they don't know what they're doing there. But so I don't know. There's probably some a few metalheads working at Apple. You know, <laughs> Apple they're trying to fix it. They're trying to crack the code. They know or something. But yeah. I mean <laughs> again I would say don't force her to listen to stuff that she doesn't want to listen to. And and maybe just just keep trying different things yeah. and just, casually play stuff that you think she might yeah, like, yeah. especially if you can somehow think of you know whatever she already is listening to. Right. If you could find something from a metal band that might be like a half step yeah. in that direction, yeah. like just don't even tell her, hey, I'm gonna play this for you. Yeah. Just fucking play it and see how she reacts. To yeah. It. Also, <clears throat> one of the things that I think is very effective is uh, when there's factoids mm. being thrown about yeah well did you know that this guy does this or you know that's the reason why he wrote that song is you know his mother died blah 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 
or something bad happened to him when he was a kid, or this this is the reason why they wrote that song, and whatever. Little mini version Uh, behind the music. Yeah, exactly. Or you could do that. You can do. there's like again like Ariana is so strange. I'm using them. Yeah. In that they're just so fucking. Um, um, their music style is just there. It's everywhere, I guess. Yeah. You can use a band that has something weird about it. Them, and that might be a, like a turn on. Like oh, I might like that. You know, for for her. You know. Yeah. For, uh, so I don't know. I, mean, I think I think, just kind of, remembering that it takes time, especially is is. One of the major keys here, and I, I mean, I, and that's part of the beauty of metal is that it's not for everybody. It is, yeah. it is our special, our special thing. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, and if she doesn't necessarily take, then it's okay. It's okay. It's yours. It is. You know, that's, it, it that's is. what makes you different from her. Yeah. That's, your, that's how you. Be, that's how you're an individual. Yeah, so. man. And 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 I think <clears throat> uh, and I and I think to support your your comment on on. Um, Metal is very niche. Um, I'm in a podcast group, and um, we talk about, you know, hey, somebody asked the question, mm. you know, where is your podcast heard? Like around, you know, who listens to it? Are anybody from other countries and blah blah blah? Mm. And I'm like, yeah, man, like all over the world. Literally, we have listeners. That metal podcast has listeners. From all over the world. And that's not a fucking joke. And I'm not... That is not an exaggeration. When I tell you all over the world, I mean it. Mexico... Well, North America. South America. Yep. We're looking at Europe. We're looking <clears throat> at Finland, Sweden, um, Norway. India. India. South Africa. Uh, I think I saw Indonesia there yeah, a couple times. Yes. Uh, Japan. Korea. Um, Australia. New Zealand. And, we're, and, and then... Tons and tons of tons and tons of other places. England, you guys are like our second, uh, besides North America, besides the U.S. People in the U.K. They love they they listen to this a lot too, man. That's cool. And a lot of, um, a lot of it was um, Canadians for a while. So I thought that was really cool. And when they other people were talking about their podcast, people were listening to their stuff, and mm-hmm. it was just like very not that many countries. But I thought it was interesting. This may be a niche subject podcast talk about the, yeah. the the heavy metal but you know we don't have you know we don't have 15 20 30 40 50 thousand downloads like other podcasts do because yeah. they talk about business We're not or Joe Rogan. yeah oh no he has more than that yeah he has billions but in terms <laughs> of i'm talking about in terms of like yeah listens because of the subject matter yeah but we still get our fans all over the world still. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's amazing. And it's it's a good feeling. It's yeah, really it's, it's, cool it's, to see that. That's show. what I fucking love. So inevitably we have come to the nitty gritty. <laughs> is what I like to call <laughs> Time it. Time to get down to business. So our main subject today, Agalock. Oh, 
So, first thing that I wanted to bring up, how did you hear about Agalock? What was the your first introduction? Do you still remember? Uh, That's a really good question. Okay. Because Agalock has always been, at least for my adult life, mm-hmm. they've always been kind of around. Um, I want to say somebody turned me on to them. Because I know that was one of the bands that we kind of became friends based on. It was like, oh, right. Agalock, fuck yeah. And that was was it the... Will? No, because I, I didn't know Will that long. Okay. Um, I, I knew I met Will after I started working where I'm at now. Okay. But I got to say someone had to turn me on to him because I'm not that clever. <laughs> but um, they've been, I mean, I've been I've been listening to Agalock since I was in my mid-20s. Okay. So it's been a while. It's okay. been a good, good stretch. Now I'm in my late 30s, technically. Right. <laughs> it's kind of scary. But, um... Yeah, man, it's it's uh, they've always been a constant uh, a constant in my life. They're they're one of my favorite road trip bands. Of course, um, they're one of my favorite bands to drink a beer to and just relax. Mm-hmm. Um, their music, you know, just takes you there, man. What about you? Yeah. I mean, you're 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 my metal encyclopedia, dude. <laughs> where did <laughs> so, you where did you come across it, man? So actually, it was during the uh, the release of uh, Pale Folklore. Oh wow, uh, they. That album had not come out yet, but the single for uh, "Dead Winter Days" came out. The, the it was on a it was on a sampler CD. Mm-hmm. I the the name of the label escapes me, but or the name of the sampler yeah escapes me. But it was on on a sampler CD, and it, not only that, it was different. It didn't sound the same. Uh, the mix was different. Or? No, no. I think um, the the song didn't have an intro. It just went into the. Oh wow! It went straight into that. Mm-hmm. I believe. I don't remember. It's been a while. Um, anyways, so maybe I like could, a single version. Yeah, I could be wrong. I could be wrong, but it could have just been a demo version. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been a long time. That shit, that came out way back when, and so for me, it's been a long time. But I have been following them since Pale Folklore. So it's in one way or another. That's been a long time. Though. Yeah, it's been I mean, a long it's time. It's been what uh, late nineties. Yeah. Ah. So <clears throat> I think for me, one of the most amazing parts is seeing them progress. Yeah. And uh, with every album, and you're just there's growth there. Yeah. There's a lot of growth, <clears throat> and that's the beauty of it. You know what I mean? That's the beauty of them. So I mean, and and. Again, we had gone over, well, me and Fabian had gone over mm-hmm. it on a previous episode of, okay. bon- of Throwbacks and and Bonfires, <laughs> and it, sh- it really does invoke that feeling of wood smoke, that feeling of... We're probably going to listen to some later. Yeah. <laughs> and not only that, I mean, yeah. I have stuff in the back for, you know, to burn, Yeah. for us to, you know... Have that fire. Some wood, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Um, uh. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, definitely. I, I think some of my fondest memories of hanging out with you yeah. have been times where you know um, we we put on the fire. Ah, uh, yeah. Hey, let's put on let's put on some fucking Nagalock. Yeah. You don't even say it. You just start playing it because you yeah. already know like this is the mo- this is the mood for this. Right. You know, fucking chi- and it's always like a fucking chilly night. Icy night. Icy it's night. Cold night. Like tonight. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cold. Yeah, I think the weather is like perfect. <laughs> I really it's clear it's still yeah and it's gonna be nice so I I, I agree tonight will be a good night mm-hmm. so Pale Folklore <clears throat> 98
What's uh, what stands up? For me, honestly, it's the opening of that album to me. Yeah. So the trio. Yes. The, okay. The trio. The trio as a whole. Yeah. Because the that I mean we start off with just this long musical opening, um, you know, as it kind of goes, you know, kind of rolls into itself, right? Yeah. And I mean, it's three technically the the opening to this album. Yeah. Yeah. Is uh, three songs. Uh, she painted fire across the skyline. Um, you know, we oh, have this so, such, so beautiful. great title too. Yeah, I know, dude. <laughs> um, the, I mean, the fact that we open up with this epic opening and yeah. then finally, you know, it kind of starts off with John, you know, doing those whispers, yeah, just whispering in your ear like a fucking ghost, yeah, and kind of so, gives you chills, right? So, before we get into that, uh, Agalock at this moment is Don Anderson on guitar, yes, John Helm on vocals, guitars on. P- on Pale Folklore, he played drums. Jason William Walton on bass. And then we have Shane Breyer on keyboards. Now, I feel like they hit the lottery with Don Anderson. And in terms of the chemistry and that he has with, with John. Yes. the That's something that doesn't ever leave the band that's just always going to be there they're writing and the way they write the melodies when you're listening to them and let's say you just walk into a room and you're trying you're like hey what's going on guys and then they have Agalock playing <laughs> but you don't initially recognizing it because you're just trying to orient yourself oh, okay Oh, I know this song, and you're like, "Oh shit, I recognize that right away." Yeah, you're like, "Right away, oh fuck, that's that's fucking Agalog. That's yeah. that's this album or whatever." And um, but they have a very distinct sound. Yes, and that's one of the things that I think is amazing. So, I mean, when you're looking at a band that has influences, um, there's a lot of uh, neo folk. Yeah, definitely. There's a lot of uh, Ulver, uh, maybe some Catatonia, mm-hmm. some '80s, maybe. Um, Godspeed you, Black Emperor. I think a lot of those are eventually going to start seeping in. Uh, and, and what I love about Agalock is that they don't actually um, show those influences on their sleeves, but instead use it to make their own music so that it's their own identity. Yeah. It's, and it becomes them. It's almost like, um, you know, honestly, kind of a weird comparison, but it's almost like... You know, combining ingredients to make a meal, right? Right. Where separately they might be gross, even. Correct. Or, but you combine them together and they make this whole new wonderful thing. Mwah. Exactly. Chef's kiss. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great. It's a very great way of putting it. I mean, you're you're looking at it, and certainly with this album, there's a lot of neoclassical um influences and, and guitar playing and and, and that uh, that's one of the things that really got me um is the way the acoustics uh acoustic guitar sounded yeah it's mean, the point where it influenced you even. yeah so that was me when i was playing guitar i, I loved and so i, I started um, playing guitar but learning and wanting to play neo-folk you know and so i started you know we'll get into it a little bit later but uh, i'll talk about that a little bit later oh, but okay. But the melancholy spirit really that one spoke out to me because of that, um, and it was we heard earlier. Dead winter days is near and dear to my heart. Uh, I feel like that song 
for me personally, I feel like that's the song that defines the album. Okay. Uh, but that's just me personally. Um, I think it's a good, it's kind of smart, excuse me, that they put it, you know, kind of in the latter half to kind yeah. of kick off the latter half. Yeah. Because it, it, you're right. It sounds like it is based on, you know, we have, you know, we we do have the, you know, the the, the trio here at the start. Yeah. We have the misshapen uh, steed, which is basically an instrumental, and some ambient keyboards and what have yeah. you, and then it goes, you know, you know, into the the hallways of Enchanted Ebony, and then it's another, another excellent. Yes. Yeah. And then like you're right, it almost feels like it is a culmination of the sound and the yeah. style of that album. Yeah. It's a really good way to put it. Yeah, and and. It, it, <clears throat> I love the production, even though it's still raw. Sounds raw. It does, yeah. But that's the 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 beauty of it. On this album, this is a case where it works yeah, in its favor. Yeah, exactly, absolutely. it works. It's beautiful, man. Yes. And props to to Don, for for John too. I didn't know he played drums, man. I didn't know he was. I mean, I didn't know he was that that good of a <laughs> drummer, at least. Yeah, because the drums. I mean, the the drums are booming in this album, yeah. man. Yeah, they're pretty. Um, that's. Yeah, definitely props. Yeah, props so to the, props to so him. there is a lot of of I don't know I don't I don't want to exp- how to exp- how to explain it but like there has this other worldness to it mm-hmm. that is hard to explain and, and I love the simple album cover of it just being the, the name the name on wood on wood yeah <laughs> excuse, excuse me excuse you sir sorry it's this, <laughs> this modelo this modelo drinking. we're drinking is special. Special gassy. So, um, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, so there's definitely um, roots of post rock in there, but I mean, this this overall, <laughs> this album, one of the best albums that they've done, my 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 opinion. But mm. we'll talk about our rankings, I suppose, a little bit later. Sure. And let's get on to the mantle. Yeah. So, The Mantle, to me, I thought it was a complete and fucking total masterpiece, dude. It's a fucking... This album, to me, is the one that... That's what made me really pick up the guitar. Before, I was just learning, oh, yeah, these, there's some cool riffs. And <laughs> with uh, Agalock and Pale Folklore, this is the one that really had me... That really had me. So, I, I started listening to all the One the Moon... I started listening oh, to Soul. Oh my god, yeah. it's almost time for that song. Yeah. <laughs> it is, right? Some Soul Invictus. Soul you know, Invictus. I started, That's a, I think another big influence on these yeah. guys. Yeah. So there's a lot of other other bands I started listening to. Yeah. And I remember in the I believe it was uh, the MySpace days. Oh, wow. I actually <laughs> talked to Don. He doesn't remember or I don't think he remembers, but we had a huge love for Dio. 
And we shared many conversations about how he was so fucking, like, you know, awesome and an amazing singer and whatever. <laughs> he could do no wrong, you know. And then recently you heard Rainbow and you yeah, loved it, you know. But what it was so amazing that. is that he's like, hey, man, catch you later. I'm going to go on Facebook. Uh, and I'm like, what's Facebook? <laughs> <laughs> A fucking nightmare, it turns yeah. out. And so he's like, I'm gone. And so he disappeared and he's like, don't, but he, he on, on Facebook, he was saying, you know, for everybody, don't take it personally. If I don't know you, I can't add you. I'm not going to add you. Yeah. So I was like, oh man, that's It's sucks. different from MySpace. Because remember back then, Facebook yeah. was more about, oh, you're adding friends and family. Right, right. Not every guy, like, MySpace was more, yeah. It was more red district. I suppose. But, <laughs> but I mean, that was, that's, so, yeah. so if, if Don listens, if you remember, we shared our love for Dio, and we said we'll have a beer one day. And we saw you in Denver. So, oh, we saw you in Denver. <laughs> yeah, we actually took a picture. Us of literally. You. Yeah, yeah, it was <laughs> quite a while ago, but I mean, it uh, was 2015, 14, 14, was yeah. 14. Yeah. It was right after the Serpent and Sphere. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so it was, it was, it was fun. It was fun. That, <laughs> that was, was a fun. hell. That was one of the oh, funnest trips I ever had, man. Dude. Yeah. I don't. I didn't have hair, but I was headbanging. <laughs> that was fun. Did I have hair? Yeah, I did. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. I had my long hair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so okay. So the mantle. Yes. Now, to me, this is like again, like I said, it was a fucking masterpiece. Uh, when you look at the the <laughs> the cover, what is it? This this elk. Yeah. Did you ever it's get just, that that meme I sent you? Uh, the dog with the stick yeah, on his head. The dog with the stick. It's a, it's a little. Uh, you should probably share it, dude. Yeah, it was like the. It's, a little, it's a little dog with a stick yeah. with a stick on his head. It just says yeah. "I can lock the mantle." Yeah, that was cute. <laughs> it's cute as hell. That was very fucking cute. <laughs> I still have it. Yeah, it's fucking funny. So. <laughs> and so yeah, so this one to me had a lot more, I think, of an impact mm-hmm. on me than pale folklore. Uh, I felt a lot of this. Um, it really just spoke to me. This one turns up the atmosphere. Yeah, major, time. majorly. And I know that they were coming from a different place. They were um, listening to different music, uh, different bands, different genres they were mm-hmm. listening to. That definitely made them, you know, turn... I don't know. They. I don't know what happened with their writing style. Something it just helped, something clicked. Yeah, something clicked. Exactly. Yeah, uh, I mean, because this album's... It's almost like in moments, almost like a doom album. It's very yeah. And and, and what what what's what's wonderful about this album, I mean, and I think is I think they've mentioned it before, like the Hawthorne Passage and things like that. It it's very representative of where they're from. Yeah. And being in the Pacific Northwest, and being from a certain area, and, and being able to feel your your it's definitely an area where like I've always wanted to live. Yeah. I think. I think I would love the dreariness. I think so. I mean, I think so too. But <laughs> I mean, high desert, so <laughs> right. We're we're always hot here, but mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's one of the ideas of for me, seeing and listening to a band, yeah, so influenced by their area that they live, the the, the environment, and this is to me. That's why I think it's fucking. Amazing. And that's what this album yeah. kind of invokes in a way, you know. Yeah. Um, this one and, and the next album after this, um, but it, it kind of invokes the like it, or paints the picture in your head the the beauty yeah and also the savagery 
of nature. Yeah. And how one hand nature is this beautiful, majestic thing, yeah. and on the other hand, nature will fucking kick your ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, oh, yeah. they sing a lot about fucking dying in the snow and shit. Yeah. And, um, I we didn't really mention it, but like in uh, pale folklore with the wolves, fucking you hear yeah. like, yeah. like all you know, it's some yeah. bones, man. Yeah. That's just fucking rad, dude. But you yeah. just picture like there's blood everywhere on the snow and everything. Yeah. You know, it's it paints a picture in your fucking yeah. head, dude. Yeah. It's almost like watching like fucking Animal Planet sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's that was a. I felt like that I was very primitive, mm-hmm. primal, and. This one has uh, that, that spirit, I think, still. More of a spiritual side. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I fucking love the lodge. You know, For what it is, right? It's such a simple thing. The snow. The snow I told you, that's the, what gets you, the, man. The banging of the of the yeah. bone? Bing. Yeah. yeah. Bang. You just hear it. Yeah. And it just echoes. It's, just, it's a chilly, it's a chilly yeah, sound. Yeah, and I just love it, you know. Um, think here, this album... I don't know if if it would be a good album for someone to if you're going to introduce them. It's more advanced. I I, I would definitely say. I agree. Uh, this one, um, it's got a lot. It, it's got a lot going on. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of tracks where, again, like the lodge, where it's like you you know for the uninitiated to be like, well, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> what is yeah. this track? Um, you know, yeah. and then we have, you know, I think like in the shadow of our pale companion, that's a good, yeah. I think a good, it's long as fuck, yeah. but it keeps, but it moves. It doesn't yeah. feel like it's 15 yeah. minutes. And so does, so does I'm the wooden doors. Yes. Uh, but so funny, this is the story I wanted to tell you. Mm-hmm. This is the story that I wanted to talk about okay. and where I learned the, um, uh, Los Elasticos. Oh, right. So listening to the Hawthorne passage. Mm-hmm. The very end, there's this uh, little bleep of uh, from a sample, movie, like a yeah, sample. sampling of a movie mm-hmm. called Fando y Lis. Came out 1968, I believe, and I'm not sure if it's a Mexican film, but it's it's, a, it's in Spanish. Yeah, it could be a Mexican film or Spanish. I think I think it is a Mexican film, mm-hmm. but uh, I know I know um, Don and and John and and. and and uh, Jason are probably really into, you know... Cult films. And... Yeah, cult films and, and those sort of, you know, the goodies, you know what I mean? <laughs> Maybe artsy films, I'm not sure. But I I was very... Uh, since I heard it, when it, this album came out uh, in 2002, I was always obsessed with that. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know where the fuck it came from. It's, it's kind of creepy, it, right? It's very fucking like, creepy. Like it, it's not... It probably isn't even supposed to be creepy but it, yeah in the context that they use it yeah it's like oh yeah unsettling even because you know she's the girl she's saying i'm gonna die mm-hmm. and no one will remember me but this is all in spanish of course yeah and then he says no no he's like uh, i'll remember you and he's like i'll i'll bring flowers and we'll have a dog and i'll sing a song and you know he says all this cool stuff you know so while I was looking for that, the I was looking for the source. movie. Yeah, I was actually looking for the movie, and I found it, Fando y Lis. Um, but interesting enough, when I put on Google, I'm sorry, YouTube, to kind of like, uh, I want to see if I can find that scene so I could actually watch it. Uh, Los Elásticos <laughs> came out. Right. And they have that as an intro I to the song. Has it... Uh- so Agalak, a band from the Pacific Northwest, yes, have it as an outro to the Hawthorne to Passage. The Hawthorne Passage, 
And then um, these guys, you know, from Mexico, is it Elasticos? Los Elasticos. Los Elasticos, I'm sorry. Um, they have it as an opening for us. Yeah. Talk. What the fuck, dude? And <laughs> and that's why small world. It's it's so strange that it, it came together. However, it just so happened to be. I like the meta. Yeah. Of this episode that right? I fucking love, <laughs> love, 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 love surfer rock. Yeah, I know. I uh, it's one of those things to me that I just vibe with so much. Yeah. That even my guitar playing a lot of it, it sounds like that too. Well, it's like that song I showed you from Dog Fashion Disco, yes. remember? That's why I liked it. Yeah, because it has, it has that surfer tone. That, that, I that, love all that shit. Yeah, I fucked it. I'm a yeah. sucker for that, dude. It's good. So that, so I, it just kind of spoke to me. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> this would be great for a fucking intro. Yeah, it, it's, it's kind of meta. It, yeah. it really is, dude. Like, yeah. you know, we're you know we're talking about Agalock. And, you know, they happen to use a sample at the end of one of their songs. Yeah. We're using a different band that happens to use that same sample yeah. as one of their in one of their songs. Yeah. It's fucking weird. Yeah. World's but, weird. But it is. It's a world's small a world, weird man. fucking place. But you know, for me I think the to me I think the song that spoke to me the most. Yeah. That for was, for just the fact that it's 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 this epic instrumental, you know, yeah. and it's beautiful. It's yeah. beautiful. It's a song yeah. actually I've actually fallen asleep with, actually. Yeah. Um, as long as I can get before that creepy outro. Right. <laughs> yeah, 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 right. Why is she talking about this? Yeah. But, um, yeah, absolutely, man. That's, yeah. that's a fucking cool story, dude. Yeah. So, I know it's probably out of the word, or it's probably weird, mm-hmm. but I think my favorite, easily my favorite song is a Desolation song. Uh, Desolation song has this, uh, uh I'm going to say it's the contra bass that on there. That mm-hmm. just sounds so fucking weird. Um. It's, it's got this eerie as fuck. Yeah, it's eerie. And I love, like I said, like that accordion noise. Yeah, you know. And I believe for me, combining that, you know, um, it it has this, uh, you know, when they're talking about you drink alone and mm-hmm. you know just by a fire. It's something you That's do just, all the fucking time. Actually, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's something you do all the time. Yeah, actually, <laughs> you know. And I, and actually, when I had gone through a very deep depression. Mm-hmm. I would be um, drinking Jack, mm-hmm. you know. I'd buy a bottle of Jack, buy a little Twelver, and just kill it, kill both, you know. Yeah. And uh, kind of listening to this album, oh, and it just kind of. By the time I got to the end, I was already toasty. Yeah, of course. And and that even cemented it more <laughs> when I'm like, damn, I know how that feels, man. Just fucking preach you know yeah exactly <laughs> that's how i felt you know but i mean this it's, it's this cool album, that, uh, yeah and then the fact that um our boy anderson wrote this shit man yeah so this this song this album uh, has a very special place in my heart specifically because of that you know yeah and don i mean of course john's john's um playing is amazing here too i mean he's also playing drums here yeah um uh, so it's john again don jason um, for the most part, you know, they have other people playing different things, but you know, that's, and, um, what are, what are some of the songs that speak out to you on this? On this one, um, again, in the shadow of our pale companion again, cause yeah. you know me, oh, I, yeah. I think cause it's very, it's a very progressive song it's, yeah. and the fact that I just really like, um, Anything epic and the it's fact a, that it's this a song, Goliath, it's a it really Goliath is dude. It's a song. monster of a song. Yeah. It's the fact that it's right at the opening. Yeah. Um, you know me, I don't know if you noticed, I always like. Yeah, starter tracks or opening tracks or yeah. stuff towards the beginning. Well, because that's the uh, the truth of it is it sets the stage. That's what makes it. Yeah, that's what makes an album whether you're gonna like it or not. Yeah, 
It's very important. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, other tracks that I like, uh, You Were But A Ghost in My Arms is another fucking um, track that I really fucking enjoy. Yeah. Especially because the way the Lodge is so quiet. Yeah. And it just fucking bam, you know? Yeah. Um, and I agree with you on Desolation Song. Yeah. That's why when you were telling me, you know, when you had the samples, I was like, oh, yeah. yes! <laughs> That's a good yeah. one. Yeah. Fucking, I love it. Yes, absolutely, dude. Yeah. And, and, and I'm so happy again that when when there's something going on in your head and you don't know really how to get it out. Yeah. Because I didn't know. Then you hear an album like uh, The Mantle and you're like, then you listen to a Desolation song and then you're like, holy shit. There are other people who know the sound that I want to get. Yeah. And it turned out that it was Neofolk style of music and and i remember talking to don too this on, on on myspace yeah uh we 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 spoke about it for a bit and i don't know if he remembers at all but this is, this is quite a bit this is a long time ago yeah i know um but it's interesting because the whole idea of of playing these chords and an acoustic guitar in a non like is in a very simple way yeah but it's it has its uh, way of hypnotizing people. It's like this fucking weird magic that you play, dude. That it and it has like very depressing tones, and and then to me that's what got me. You know, when I listen to of the one and the moon, yeah, especially them, it hits that too. It's like holy shit, and and I mean, the dude's vocals also They're are very monotone, very monotone yeah. and it's just like down. But fuck, that's amazing. It's almost like dude. he's talking to you. Yeah, yeah. man. Um, yeah, and you no, heard a lot, it's a very like awesome those Christmas songs, you know? Yeah, uh, like the Christmas ones are fucking awesome. That are just oh, so depressing. Promises are broken. Yeah, dude. <sighs> but I mean, his his stuff is really. Yeah, it really is. I loved. I loved. I, I remember the first time you played. I had to laugh because I was like, yeah. "Holy shit, this is dire." I know, right? It's the most dire thing you ever played in front of me. Yeah. Like, so what are you doing to me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought we were listening to Black. I thought we were like, dude, let's put on some Blackfield, dude. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Get all sad. <laughs> Fuck, Might dude. as well put on Blackfield. <laughs> Yeah, I feel, I feel like uh, this album single-handedly allowed me to expand in ways yeah. musically, and it was okay. Like they gave me the okay. <laughs> it's okay, dude, to like other things. And I mean, of course, they were listening to other music too that that kind of give them this the influence or the. That, that that explains why it's such a whole such a spot for you. Yeah, like it kind of defined you as a musician. Yeah, it, it helped me out a lot, and it helped me. It gives the green light. Yeah, I mean, you get it's these cool. ideas in your head, these sounds in your head, and this kind of helps put it into fruition. Or... Yeah, because you're like, holy shit, like, is it okay to do this? No, because that's not metal. You're fucking being gay, dude. And blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yeah, and it's dude. like, no, it's, it's fucking perfectly okay. It's totally... It's perfectly heavy okay. Heavy metal doesn't always have to be heavy. Exactly. And that's why I always fucking... That's what I've always fucking said. Yeah. But, you know, you talk to the death metal dudes who are just pigeonholed. Yeah. Into that and only talk about Black metal that. dudes and the black the thrash dudes. kids. Yeah, especially the thrash kids. <laughs> but I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, I'm just dude. glad. I'm just glad to have an open ear, been able to, you know, the week, the, especially week, just listen to fucking everything, you know. Yeah. No. Yeah. Absolutely. That's fucking actually beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> so, you have any other uh, songs that you liked, or anything else you want to add? Um. No. I think I'm ready to move on. Okay. So, 2006 mm-hmm. comes the release of the album Ashes Against the Grain.
I feel like this album. Um, I you've mentioned before is uh, probably their most accessible. I think so. Yeah. I think this is. I mean, if you want to maybe show someone Avalok and show them, you know, dare I say entry level, uh, a version of, of what they do. I think this album is probably the most straightforward. Mm-hmm. Again, with the exception of the final track, I think the final track gets a little it's a little weird. But um, the majority of the album is very, you know, it's they're more one of their more distorted. Yeah. The guitars are, I think, are heavier in this album. There's more, you know. Uh, I, feel, I mean, to 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 a point there, I say like the acoustics are a little less prominent. Oh, very than less. This one, so they're not really there at all. Existent. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they uh, they honed in. Yeah. They're they kind of focused in and honed in their music writing uh, so that it was a legit full-on metal album yeah absolutely um and again complete departure from what they were doing before so from pale folklore to the mantle was a complete departure yes and from the mantle to this is another departure and i, I think that's the beauty of, of being able to grow as musicians and doing it in a correct way hey opeth we're looking at you and <laughs> so i think they're doing it in the in the beautiful way yes. that they're doing it and they're they're growing and 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 progressing as musicians and, and, and again, so this is a perfect example of, um, of just being able to grow and, and, and from whatever it is that they're listening to, whatever it is that they're doing in life, yeah. whatever influences them, whatever, right? I think that's pretty cool. Um, I don't know. I think, I think um, this has to be definitely one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, it's, a, it's, it's a banger, dude. I would say, dude, I mean... Without a doubt, I think if you had to give it a grade, also. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's be fucking clear. For all the albums that we've been listening to, they've all been 10 out of 10s. Yes. I agree. They've all been 10 I out of 10s. I won't argue. Yeah. This is a 10 out of 10. Yeah. This is this continues that trend. Yeah. Absolutely. So this is a 10 out of 10 Absolutely. as well. So so there's, let's, just, let's just get that over with. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. Now, this one, again, before we actually get into the music, um, this one has... Again, so we have John Hom, yeah, Don Anderson, Jason, uh, Jason William, uh, Walton, and for the recording of the album, we have Chris Green. Right this... now, Chris Green didn't last too long. Right for live, they end up getting Aesop Decker, which Aesop, I, uh, mm-hmm. you're awesome, dude. By the way, I took pictures with you in Albuquerque, um, in support of the Serpent and the Sphere. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember. <laughs> there was a couple that some guy was getting engaged and I was helping him get engaged uh, in the, on the floor. <laughs> and we were going to do it on stage, but they told us to get the fuck off. <laughs> and I was just yeah. helping him. I was just yeah, helping him. He just, help. He's like, hey, can you help us get married? Can you help me propose to my girl? I'm like, fuck yeah, I'll yeah, help dude. you, dude. Ended up being the coolest thing ever. I think you guys saw it. You guys were laughing. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was pretty cool. That was out in, uh, that was an album. And uh, Albuquerque at Sister, Sister Bar. Uh, so, and Aesop, you know, uh, yeah, um, awesome fucking drummer. So, uh, came from Ludicra. Uh, now, you want to go, um, your thoughts and... On this album? Uh, yeah, go for it. Um, yeah, so, as we mentioned, I mean, this continues the ongoing trend of just fucking bangers 
for albums. So I guess if you want to go that route. Um, um, really quick, by the way, this came out in 2006. Mm-hmm. Um, this was probably right around the time where I kind of started listening to them, where I started, you know, they were kind of brought into my life, yeah. more or less. Yeah. So it was kind of nice to have, I remember having a few albums to listen to. Um, for me, uh, again, this is probably their heaviest album. Yeah. Right? Uh, for me, I uh, Falling Snow. Yep. Fucking beautiful. Yep. That fucking opening. Oh, my the, God. The guitar. The yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So fucking awesome. Um, limbs. Mm-hmm. Again, I, I like the... I like starting. I like to start, dude. Limbs, limbs is my... The, my uh, yeah. The X-Files song. <laughs> I call it the X-Files song. Why? Because the way it starts with the... <laughs> it just... That shit reminds me oh, okay, of X-Files. Okay. I, I fucking thinking, love like, it, David, like the way it starts with that, that, that fucking... Oh, no, not that. It's okay, okay. a fucking outstanding yeah, yeah, yeah. song, man. Uh, yeah, dude, it's fucking. This album's out fucking outstanding, dude. Um, Fire above ice below is another fucking awesome song. Yeah. Um, it's uh, fucking. What can I say, dude? It's it's definitely again. I feel like it's the one that you can fucking really just turn up and it's fucking gonna rattle some speakers. Yeah. dude. it's fucking awesome. Um, you know, I mean, I I, I kind of feel like it's a very 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 complete album, and I'm I'm wondering if if they felt. The same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, if they actually felt that, you know, if they how, in other words, their initial response to it, like, mm-hmm. you know, because look, there's obvious positive, uh, a lot of positive ratings and scores oh, from the to publications, it, you yeah. know, for people different, you know, they gave it very, um, very in favor, you know, reviews. Mm-hmm. But I'm just wondering if they felt themselves. That uh, maybe maybe felt themselves internally that maybe it was too clean of an album. Maybe it sound good. I don't know. I to me, I, t- I think it, was it is definitely um, the cleanest at this point. It's, it is lacking that rawness that we like you mentioned before with the pale or the pale folklore. Yeah. Yeah. That it had a real raw sound, but yeah. it actually worked in its favor. I mean, could we always rib on uh, black metal bands and their yeah. supposed basement metal yeah <laughs> yeah with their fucking t- recording with a fucking tape deck and a little casio and casio shit. tape deck and shit but <laughs> fucking fucking varg fucking recording yeah, with yeah. casio from prison yeah yeah but <laughs> yeah um i mean but again i guess uh, for me my personal tastes i like polish so yeah I, that might be why i really like this album and it's probably um a pretty hard number two for me out yeah. of their like my favorites. It's probably yep. like in the kind of in the middle. Okay, but the upper middle, I guess. So it's okay, like a, it's okay. like, I think it's like a runner up for me. Okay, okay. Um, but yeah, I we give it again. I like polish. I like when things sound really crisp. Yeah, and clean and yeah. So it's that's always been me though. I think that's one of the things that I've, I've, I've escaped. Uh, that I actually love the most. Yeah, is um the production value, but if it's if it's good in terms of. It just sounds good. I mean, yeah. uh, it doesn't have to be raw. I just love no, the no, way. No. I mean, because I loved old man. Come on, man. We're talking about like old, like fucking lunar strain and shit from In Flames. Yeah, that's just raw as fuck, dude. It really is. Or like even old, old. And I love melodic I love fucking lunar strain. A lot of the old melodic black metal bands they started off in like 93 They're they're barely getting their shit. Yeah, it was super raw, but I fucking loved it, dude. Demo demo quality, even. It's still fucking good. I don't yeah. care. Like that's not the point. But yeah, I still feel like this album still has this very nice feel to it. It does. I know maybe not be as organic, 
but right. it's not forced either, man. No, not at all. I feel, um, you know, from where they come from, you know, with, uh, you know, pale folklore with its, you know, raw sound and it's the picture that it paints of, you know, kind of this gray world that we live in. Yeah. And then from the mantle where things get a little more experimental, dare I say? Very loosey. Loose. Yeah. Very loose. Play loose. There you go. Yeah. And then from there to this, again, I feel like it's yeah. a natural step. Maybe they had the, f- maybe they had the money. Or who yeah. knows? Who knows what? I mean, we don't know what the story was behind the writing of this album or yeah. why it sounds the way it sounds. Yeah. All we know is, you know, we're you know listeners on the outside. But yeah. I, for one, really, really love this album. I think it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, again, I just feel like this is. Uh, I guess very accessible, I guess, because of that. Yeah. My favorites, uh, probably Falling Snow. Mm-hmm. I feel if Agalock had a single, a radio hit, yeah. it would be Falling Snow. <laughs> yeah. It's got, it's catchy as hell. Yeah, it is. It's fucking beautiful, man. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, you can't go wrong. I mean, yeah. Limbs, Falling Snow, Falling Snow, um, Fire Above, Ice Below. That's such a good one. Not unlike the waves, dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's so fucking rad, dude. Um, I don't know. I can't. I can't really say anything negative about this album. Yeah, it's uh, fucking great. And again, it's not. I don't know. It's not that clean, but it's clean. It's pretty. You know what I mean? It's pretty clean. It's I know, digital. but it's still. It's still fucking amazing, though. Hell yeah, dude. So one of the things that I wanted to talk about that I thought was interesting that before we continue to uh, mm-hmm. the next album was. Um, something that I've spoke to and we've talked about in the past and I, I've talked about it with a lot of different people mm-hmm. was uh, how music sort of all of a sudden just kind of it just kind of like accelerated yeah uh, and like it came from nowhere right <laughs> and it's like what the fuck how did this happen dude where did these people come from yeah well, <laughs> Like time travelers or some shit, but the future. Then I went ahead and you know, YouTube has everything. Well, I found a talk by Don Anderson, right, at a school, at a university or a community college, I believe. And he gave this talk, and he was talking about, you know, that there was like an event, you know, that's what he, that's what he was referring to, at least uh, that he wanted to call it, yeah. In, uh, in heavy metal. 91, 92 maybe. Where all of a sudden, you know... It, it, to me, it's a fucking wild idea, man. Yeah. So from that, you know... If you guys still haven't heard it, listen to Don Anderson's talk on on, uh, on YouTube. It's fucking amazing. Yeah. But um, we're referring to 1970 to... I'll, I'll agree with with him in terms of Black Sabbath, sure. Probably being the first true uh, metal band, sure. Uh, Black Sabbath, Black Sabbath, uh, nineteen seventy. Mm. So from seventy to eighty, ten years, eighty to ninety, that's twenty years. So ninety one, ninety two. So we're looking <laughs> at twenty one, twenty two years. Mm. That's fucking amazing, right? Yeah. And so that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm referring to as well that I had talked to about in the past. That all of a sudden, bands just fucking started getting chingones and badass. Really good. How? 
Like, what was their their influence or what the fuck happened? All of a sudden, we had, sudden Cynic came out. Yeah. It's, out of the Florida death metal scene of all things. Yeah, Cynic. <laughs> you have Atheist. Yeah. Uh, I know Gorguts. Uh, he talks about Gorguts, but uh, for sure, Obscura. Uh, yeah, Obscura. Yeah. But I mean, for sure, I agree with that. And for sure, I agree with with Atheist. And then, uh-huh. and, and I know, and, and I, I don't know, you know, Death for for one, it could have been there too. Yeah. That they started to kind of up their game big, big time. That's, Absolutely. you know, that's um, after Human. You know, that's when they started to up their game, and they're <laughs> going to do individual thought patterns. At right. That that's when they but went it, from being, like, straight-up progressive metal. Yeah, man. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like, this this whole fucking idea is, is wild. And I thought I was the only one who ever thought about that. That, that was kind of weird. That thought it was a little weird. Yeah. And I just want to say that he fucking puts it in such a way that it's easier yeah. to digest. <laughs> No, he's. Um, I mean, I saw the video too, and he's a fucking scholar. Dude. He he's very interesting to listen to. I, I like I like his his uh, the way he his thought pattern, his thought process. Yeah, and the fact that you know he talks about how you know with classical music, I mean the changes were slow. I mean it was through centuries yeah. of refinement, whereas heavy metal, you know, has not been around for you know probably now about fifty years. Yeah, more more. Yeah. But still, we've been alive for the majority of it. I mean, yeah. I was born in 82. Yeah. And, you know, I grew up and started listening to metal, you know, in middle school or whatever. But, like, yeah. the fact that it moves so fucking fast. Yeah. Faster than any other genre. So, and it's more varied than any other genre. And I think the amazing, uh, the interesting part about it is, <clears throat> like, <laughs> like, that's why for me it's a big deal when I'm always listening to old stuff from the 70s mm-hmm. that has double bass. Yeah. Like when I showed you Rainbow. Right. And Deep Purple that have double bass, and I'm like, dude, check that out. It's badass. To me, that's very interesting because it's it's so weird to hear that back in that time, man. Sure. And when you're looking at it in real, it's not even that long, man. It's no, not in the grand scheme of things. No, it's not. It's like what we said, 45, 50, yeah. 50 years, dude. That's not a fucking long time for metal. Not even a little bit. It hasn't had the same amount of time in the oven as other genres. Oh, dude. And the fact that it just fucking moves at this blistering pace. Yeah. And I think specifically now, especially now, mm-hmm. man, Yeah, there's this AI, right? Oh, yeah. The yeah. Relentless Doppelganger, dude. Yep. That's just <laughs> fucking, first of all, that's just fucking creepy <laughs> and scary. I can it's tell you. It's an algorithm that the, writes metal as it goes. Yeah, man. <laughs> so they fed it. And have you guys, I've, I've talked about it before. but Yeah, it, yeah. They feed it this... Uh, from Archspire, this this progressive death metal band, mm. and it learned everything from them, and so it makes nothing but music from from just that. Yeah, just they feed it lines of that, and then it's like, all right, one zero one zero one zero one zero one 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 zero, and it's like I know what I'm gonna fucking do now, and it does it on its own. It does everything it's on its own, dude. Fucking weird, man. and it's it does everything. And it's so fucking creepy. Things gonna wise up one day and take yeah. over music, dude. And that's, <laughs> but that's another thing that I was saying, like that yeah. he was talking about is, is the technology probably accelerating the process absolutely of music getting so much better. I mean, he was extreme. talking about also how in something that we've talked about on previous episodes, mm-hmm. um, you know how it's so easy to get anything. Yeah. Hey, um, you know, it's like we talk shit about people on Facebook. Yeah. Hey, let me tell me some bands that uh, you recommend. Fuck Just you. Go on YouTube. Yeah, go do it yourself, dude. Go, go. It doesn't take any effort. Yeah. It's so easy I to find music. I fucking get so mad. I know you do. I get so because mad because we had to work for it. You fucking puto, go I, do it yourself, I, dude. Wait. I remember asking. Oh, it's fucking badass. 
oh yeah man bring me a tape and I'll make you a copy yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like you Look, know so it did, I did the same thing mm-hmm. that Don did where he said yeah I would see the shirts that the bands that I liked wore mm-hmm. that, that, and you would do research it did the same thing dude yeah I would. I went through uh, Metal Maniacs was my fucking thing, man. See I, what they were wearing. Oh I shit, who's that? Love, yeah, exactly. And, and then and then once the internet came up, man, we when, got a little better. When we got fucking the Metal Archives, holy shit, that was you just that there was for hours, the best, dude. Yeah, just like who's this? Was this? this? And then like, and then fucking YouTube, people just started putting up shit like fucking crazy up on YouTube. Oh yeah, dude. We didn't have that luxury before. No, not now at all. there's bands that are just getting influenced by this and this and that or it's, the other and. They're making music now. And they're making their own thing. Kind of yeah. like what Aglock does. You know, they yeah. take their influences and they make it yeah. their own. But the idea of social media allowing free music to be heard yeah. everywhere on, on any medium is amazing too. And I think that's what helps obviously spread um, these bands. So I think that's interesting, dude. Absolutely. But I just wanted to bring that up because I feel like uh, I had I had that thought. It's a fucking interesting yeah. Um, um, concept. concept. Yeah, yeah. And, and but Don Anderson certainly explains it a whole lot better. So if you guys, we ever could. <laughs> yeah. So if you listen to his talk on uh, YouTube, uh, on YouTube, go check it out. It's it's. Yeah, you'll it's see. It's his picture from there. I'm like sitting at a desk. <laughs> yeah, it's about it's about an hour in total. The actual presentation though is about twenty minutes. Yeah, it's it starts. And the rest of it's like Q and A, I think. Yeah, yeah. But it's really yeah. The first twenty minutes is really like where he's actually doing his lecture. And it's really interesting. Yeah. So I, I have to say, that was a really good fucking talk. Absolutely. So, uh, any other songs on Ashes Against the Green? No, I think I've said what I had to about it. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was a good, a I, solid I love album. It. Oh, it's, solid it's album. a lot of fun. It's, it's yeah. again, it's um, more than more progressive, one of the more heavy albums. I think it is heavier. Absolutely. I still, it's still post-metal, post Mm-hmm. Post metal feel, so I Glock man. Yeah, <clears throat> and so now we come into the marrow of the spirit. Yes. So the Mount of the Spirit. I'll say this right now. Yeah. My least favorite. Um and um not a negative thing. Right. Just because of the uh the amount of albums. There's five albums. Yeah. But it's my least of the the five. Um still very it's good album. Definitely <laughs> the one that I even mentioned. I was like, you know what, I need to listen to this album a little more because I yeah. And without even we didn't even pre-discuss this, but just no. without it, without even thought of, thinking about it, I was like, I really never listened to this album. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, yeah, let me listen to this album, dude, because I, <laughs> I really don't remember much of this, uh, yeah. if at all. Uh, 
But um, there are there are some really good moments. I think this is probably one of their most ambient albums. Mm-hmm. I almost feel like because of the polish on um, Ashes, Ashes Against the Grain, yeah. they decided to probably maybe kind of let's bring it back home a little bit. But I think they brought it home too hard. I don't, I don't know, man. Because, I mean, there are moments seen in the earlier albums where we have like long stretches of ambience and things like that um, where, you know, it can maybe take you out of it a little bit or whatever. Um, okay. I guess, yeah. Maybe. I mean, it, it, uh, if I'm being too harsh. <laughs> but. No, but I mean, it does have the raw. It really There's, has. They went back to that and they had that raw feeling. Um, excuse me. Sorry. Um, so, full full lineup again. It's it's uh, John Hahn, Don Anderson, Jason Walton, and Aesop Decker. Right. Um, very, you know, I think I think this is a very solid lineup. Mm-hmm. Um, I think... Those, I think the song really, the really, the, uh, the hits hard and defines the album. Mm. You know, personally, again, this is just my opinion. Yeah, is uh, "Ghosts of the Wind uh, Midwinter Fires." I agree. Uh, also, "Painted Gray" is pretty fucking good. Yeah, uh, the Watcher's Monolith for sure. Uh, so, so I mean, it is more of a raw, more of a heavier black metal album. Yes, uh, than. I want to say that anything that I've ever done before. Uh, I don't think it's as post metal. It just maybe just a little bit, but with Ghosts of Midwinter Fires, there's a lot of that there. But what I love about that one specifically, that song, that there's parts of it that remind me of like '80s, mm-hmm. um, like some '80s bands and like some '80s songs. And I'm not—I don't mean like pop right, either. Yeah. But I mean, like these more of the darker tone type songs. Uh, there's something to it. Yeah. And I just, I that's why uh, I enjoy it a lot, quite a bit. Now that you mention it, though, yeah, I think Into the Painted Gray is probably the one that really paints th- probably the picture of what they were going for on this album, as yes. far as the more raw, more organic sound that they were probably trying to get back mm-hmm. into here. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I've listened to the album a lot this week. Again, just trying to like absorb it as much as I can because. Yeah, to my to you know to to be honest, I yeah I really didn't grab this album for some reason. Mm-hmm. Like I always, and I I probably listened to it a handful of times on my own, yeah. you know, recreationally just to say hey, I've, you know, I've heard all the albums. <laughs> but this one, I mean, going back to it, um, like uh, Black Lake uh, Neustang. I don't know if I'm saying that right. It's a, definitely a Swedish thing. Um, I couldn't do that one. Yeah. Because I I, mean, I think we were talking about that, and yeah, yeah there, there are a, it's, it's 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 almost twenty minutes, but. There's a lot of stretches of ambience throughout the mm-hmm. song again that might take you out, but the parts where the band is you know you know doing Agalog playing their shit, it sounds fucking amazing and it's it's got some really cool parts, some pretty pretty cool uh, moments in there. Okay. But you do have to work for you do yeah. have to power through a lot of you know um, noises and yeah. droning yeah. and stuff like that. But yeah, um, it's a song that stood out mostly because of its length. I think the fact yeah. that it does take up most of the fucking uh, listening time. Of yeah, home. yeah. But yeah, um, but yeah, I think uh, Into the Pain of Grace probably, if I could recommend one song, would probably be that one. And then to further back you up, uh, The Ghost of the Midwinter Fires. Yeah, and and again, I, I feel like this is more of a black metal album. Mm-hmm. To, to for sure, has the heavier black uh, yeah. raw sound to this I one. Agree. I could definitely agree with that. I do want to say that I think the cover art 
is fucking beautiful. It's great. It, it's by Mark Thompson and and not uh, Frozen uh, River. Yeah. Well, I kind of feel like it's just a road. Is it a road or a river? It's just a road, man. Oh, okay, I have a small picture of it. It's just fucking, fucking dark and fucking phones. You know, dark, dreary. Yeah. You know, snowy, just dead, desolate area. Yeah, the tree, the dead trees on the sides, you know, and the snow. It's just landscape. so fucking. A lot of grace. It's, it's very simple, fucking beautiful, and I and I fucking loved it. And again, this this one came out in 2010. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's certainly not my favorite. Mm-hmm. And but I don't again do not mean it in any. It's not a bad album. Yeah, that's not. I mean, because this something album could be not your favorite, but still be very good. Yeah, and so I mean, I I probably give it a good uh, seven out of ten. Mm-hmm. But I I kind of feel like it's still better than a lot of shit that other people listen to. <laughs> No shit, obviously. <laughs> yeah, man. That's a no-brainer. Yeah, it's a fucking You no-brainer. could do a lot worse. By that, I mean this album's really good. Yeah. <laughs> so, now we're going to get to their final album, which came out in 2014. Yes. The Serpent and the Sphere. Right. fucking love this album i thought it was a fucking great album it's like their focus and all their energy fucking came out on this album dude. yeah I the, agree. the the uh what do you call it the everything they the, everything they it just this, culminated to this album this was i mean as, as unfortunate their their breaking up was um mm-hmm. this is probably the best way they could have finished it yeah absolutely the serpent and sphere is one of the most consistent mm-hmm. um recordings of any band mm-hmm uh, the fact that if you again take it, you know, go back in time and listen to their other records, and yeah. the fact that this feels like a culmination of everything they've been yeah. through, almost like a destination to a journey. It's yeah. really good. Um, we got the folk, we got the black metal stuff, we got you know straight up heavy metal riffs, we got progressive elements. It's yeah. got everything. It's got a little bit of everything. Yeah. It's got the ambience. We got the it's uh, fucking atmosphere. cold, dude. It's got it's this coldness chilly. to it. Yes. And again, uh, lined up with with John Hom, Don Anderson, Jason Walton, and Aesop Decker. Mm-hmm. Um, so the fucking cover art is absolutely fucking beautiful. Yeah, I have the shirt. Yeah, me too. Remember, I bought the long sleeve one <laughs> yeah. with the gold trim. Yeah, <laughs> I bought it at the show. I bought two. I bought one one of the blue ones and yeah. The, that's right. The blue one and the red. Uh, I'm sorry. Ended. It's in the, the blue one and the black. Yeah, man. The blue and the black one. That was a cool shirt. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And it's a yeah, it's like the magenta color. Of yeah. The <laughs> so, right away, I think this to me is uh, again. I always say that one of the better. So, uh, but you know, listening to Dark Matter Gods. Yes. Um, Plateau of the Ages. Especially that outro in that song. Yeah. Man. Um. 
The birth and the death of the pillars of creation. Yeah, this fucking badass opening. So, I mean, this came out in 2004, you know, and it actually, yeah. when we're talking, it kind of sucked, man. I've been getting this, this, you know, you, you go back and you start thinking, and it's like, man, has it really been that long? Yeah, dude. You know, and it kind of sucks, you know. It's been, it's been six years, man, almost. It's going to be six yeah. years. And I mean, and, and. In a few months. So, real quick, to kind of, uh, we'll go back to this. We'll come back to the album, but uh, really quick, uh, you know, they since then, you know, they parted ways. Yeah, they had a falling out uh, of sorts, um, and so Don Anderson, Jason Walton, Aesop, they went ahead and they created this band called Corada. Um, and if you listen to them, you know, I kind of. I don't know. I want to say that it's this um, kind of artsy, post-rock, progressive. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's got it's it, it's its own identity. Yes, it's it's not, its yeah, own entity. It's its own thing. There's very 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 few echoes of Agalock in there. Mm-hmm. Very few, um, and I kind of feel like by no means will. A, a uh, casual mm-hmm. listener of metal will ever get into it's it. It's a grower, not a shower, to yeah. be sure. It's definitely so, an album that I know it took me yeah. a few listens to kind of really get into it. Yeah. Um. It's and again, not, that's not to his detriment. It is yeah. a good album. To yes. Be, there is some fucking amazing fucking riffs in this album. Yeah. That so really Salt, just, Salt's the name. What's Salt it? came out in 2018, and we mm-hmm. have vocalist uh, uh, Aaron John Gregory. He mm-hmm. comes. He comes from Giant Squid, and. Uh, and again, his vocals to me are very sorrowful, very lamenting and howling. Very, like, almost painful. Like, yeah. Wow, like, like he's, yeah, he's going through some almost shit. Almost like he's howling, man. Yeah, yeah, he's going through some shit. Uh, but I, and I liked I liked it, man. It, it, it took some time. Yeah. Because it is a grower. Yep, absolutely. And I think that's the beauty of it. But it came out in 2018. Uh, John Hom came out with Pilarian. Yeah. Uh, in 2016, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, no. They were short-lived. Yeah, they've been, as far as stylistically, they were more just your traditional dark, brooding black metal. Yeah, yeah, definitely darker, yeah. heavy uh, black metal. And then to himself, to John's lyric, uh, his vocals. Right. Uh, his and vocal styling. They had an album called Obsidian Arc that came out in 2017. Which I really liked, actually. <laughs> yeah, it was a pretty good album. I, I liked it. It's pretty yeah. good. Um, kind of a shame, you know, the unfortunate circumstances that caused that band to break up. But I would like to have seen what else they could have done, honestly. But, yeah. It is what it is. So, also, you know, well, let's get back to the serpent in the sphere. Yeah. Um, I, um, yeah, man. I mean, I think uh, Dark Matter Gods is probably one of the most standout songs in that album. Mm-hmm. I agree. Especially, like I was saying earlier, that outro where yeah. the, the instrumental towards the end. Yeah. Um, the fucking playing is so fucking amazing on yeah. that part. Um, the uh, birth and the death of the pillars of, yeah. of creation, another. Mouthful of a title, but a fucking also earful of an intro. It's a fucking yeah. ten minute epic. It's fucking again paints the picture of what you're getting into, and in yeah. fact that the this album is one of the most hauntingly, almost chilling, creepiest fucking pieces of work they've done. Yeah, um, I, I was, love the the uh, mm-hmm. you know the whole um, astral yeah celestial theme. The yeah right. Um, uh, that to me it's that's a beautiful fucking thing. Um, 
there's I don't know, man. Like there's just certain things of of, of bands that they can fucking pull shit off, man. They, these guys pulled it off, man. And and I think that they fucking did it. Yeah, this is chilling and haunting for a different reason. It's yeah. Not, when I say that, I don't think I'm, I'm, I'm referring no, 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 to no. like. I know. Yeah. But what I'm saying is like they did it on their own fucking terms, dude. Yeah. They did everything on their own fucking terms, man. It's unfortunate that they're not around anymore because they could certainly show a lot of bands that are out now <laughs> a thing or two. Um, there wasn't I drunken texting you because I so yeah <laughs> this past week uh, when I was kind of listening you know like you know like we talk you know when we're talking about a band I started listening to a lot of them just to get yeah, ready right um you know with taking breaks and listening to other shit and I was you know relaxing at home I have my days off you know in the middle yeah. of the week and you know my wife's asleep and I'm you know um drinking fucking Jack Daniels yeah uh, killed an entire bottle within a pretty short span yeah. Not my proudest moment, but anyways, <laughs> I'm drinking it and I'm getting drunk and I'm just listening to fucking Serpent in the Serpent yeah. in the Spirit. And I'm like texting you, fuck man, they're so talented. Why are they God? Yeah. <laughs> why did they, why are you gonna why do, did this? You do this to me? Yeah. I was like, I remember my post, I'm like, fuck dude, that came off so emotional. Yeah. <laughs> and like, especially, and I actually was writing to you, but I fucking fell asleep. Yeah. And then when I woke up, my text was gone. Oh. Like, the, I guess well, the What were you gonna say? I'm like I know, man. I was, I was, you know, I was gonna answer you, but I was I mean, so sad. Yeah, yeah, I was late. I, yeah, I was, forget. I forget. You're you're a Monday through Friday guy. Yeah, so you don't have the weird wonky days off that I have. So I'm at, I'm drug texting you, fucking yeah. two in the morning on the fucking Tuesday, uh, Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, dude. Um, I just this revisiting. Yeah. Uh, that music. Yeah. So let's take a quick break. Piss yeah. break. We'll be right back. Yep. Yeah. Alright, so back from the pee break. <laughs> Wonder why with all this model loop. <laughs> right, dude. So, I think one of the the well, I guess we'll start with first is one of the major questions is that you know why why did you have to break up? But we know there's yeah. certain things that you know that they have yeah that. It, had them had you know they created a falling out and it is what it is but yeah, yeah, we are it. we are happy and that i think i and i think they could say it themselves too mm-hmm. and that they left this beautiful piece of work for all of us to be able to listen to absolutely so at least there's that and and i could honestly say there are not many bands that have discography that doesn't have any there's like there's no tarnish on there there's just no. it's a fucking impeccable resume of albums dude it's fucking pretty good dude yeah not many people could say that yeah Opeth can't say that shit anymore fuck no Metallica can't fucking say that dude, they have more years bad than good dude that's what we talked about that yeah. was weird they should have just <laughs> stopped that. that and just as for all they could have they should have <laughs> they just... would have ended as legends yeah they would have <laughs> just stopped there yeah but I guess my first question is, you know, will there be another band like Agalog? Uh, well, can there be another band? Like, I mean, sure, certainly there's going to be other bands that sound similar to them. Right. Or, I mean, you figure, so are you saying bands that kind of fill that void that, that void that they left us as far as musically, stylistically? I mean, there's things that have come, you know, that kind of remind me of them you know um but i think 
they have a sound all their own. I mean, it's yeah. almost like saying, you know, if Mike Patton died, will there be another guy like him? Absolutely not. Right. Or Devin Townsend? Absolutely not. Right. Those guys are one of a kind. Yeah. And just like that, Agalock as a unit, as a team, as a band, what they created, I think, can't be replicated. I don't. Yeah. I'm. I'm definitely agree with that. I mean, we'll 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 hear stuff that goes, "Oh fuck yeah!" It kind of reminds me of Agalock. Yeah. But that's all it's ever going to be. <laughs> you know, it's going to yeah. remind us of it. But it's yeah, not going to exactly. necessarily fill that place in our heart. You know? Yeah, it won't. It won't. Yeah. I mean, and that's why we have this a lot of beautiful albums to listen and to. That's why I listen, I listen to them to this day. I yeah. Mean, quite regularly, actually. Yeah. So I believe there are some bands mm-hmm. that are not going to fill the void. Right. But here are some bands I feel you could listen to if you like Agalock and if you certainly enjoy them very much. Um, I would say you can listen to Fen. Fuck yeah. Fen, uh, F-E-N. Yeah. Uh, Drutka. How do you say that? D-R-U-D-K-H. Drukath. Drukath. I think you had it right. Drukath. Um, Wolves in the Throne Room, which is another Pacific Northwest uh, uh, band. I actually saw them with Behemoth and At the Gates. Nice. Uh... Death Heaven, again, oh, is yes. another Absolutely. prime, I think. One of my favorites. Yeah. They're probably the closest yeah. to me. Uh, Falls of Raros. Aquilus, which they're just so fucking talented. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ludicra. Of course. Which, yes. Uh, I'm going to kind of wedge this in there. They don't sound anything like Agalok, but mm-hmm. they just have something. I think I think fans will like is Obsequie. Um Cobalt from Denver, I believe. Or for sure from Colorado. Yeah. Uh, beautiful, just kick-ass black metal, you know. They just have a good way of writing it. Uh, and I, and I, this one's kind of an outlier, I guess, with uh, Hammers of Misfortune. Yeah. Even ha- I said, really? Yeah. But I feel like Hammers of Misfortune kind of has Cobalt writing and he was in Ludicra and kind of you kind of have this like full circle you shit you two full circles in one episode yeah dude yeah <laughs> <laughs> so kind of want to have that you know I think I think there are always going to be bands that you can listen to yeah absolutely that are going to be able to kind of satiate maybe the your Agalock you know void or whatever but sure you know what I'm saying no I'm saying your void you know what I'm saying <laughs> Um, (laughs) Yeah, I mean, nothing will ever really fill the void. But, yeah, like you said, if you like Agalock and what they bring to the table, these are bands that kind of probably tickle that fancy a little. Yeah. Especially, again, I I think I actually really agree with Death Heaven because only because they're one of the more recent bands since that have kind of triggered that excitement. Yeah, and and I'll be honest with you again. I was was being sincere earlier when we talked about the uh, metal or extreme metal band or metal band of the decade, I do feel like uh, Def Heaven probably is should be either a finalist or should be one of the bands considered versus a band like Ghost, who I kind of feel is a very gimmicky, uh, especially because they have nameless ghouls and whatnot. I kind of feel like you're you're this is more of a marketing Thanks. scheme, yeah. and it's not really much of a all about the music because when you're listening to the music. You know, you're getting that vibe that it's going to be this, like, super satanic fucking 
weird shit going on, and it's just very whatever. And it, and and not only that, I feel like Blue Oyster Cult is way better than them. When people just <laughs> they're like, oh my god, it's like Blue Oyster Cult and like this and that. And I'm like, no, it's not. It doesn't even sound the same. Yeah. Like the Spectres album to me is the most. I think again, I always go back to the Spectres album of Blue Oyster Cult. Yeah, I know the best album for me from them, and. That's still fucking better than fucking Ghost. <laughs> so. It's not really saying it, much. It's, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> fucking Ghosts suck. But anyways. Um, Shit. So, are there anything you want to add on? Um, no. Just that, again, um, I'm really happy that we decided to do this episode. Yeah, um, It was a lot of fun, you know. Again, I listen to Oglock pretty regularly. I usually do spin uh, Pill Folklore. Or um, uh, Ashes Against the Grain or Serpent in the Spear. I do spin them semi-regularly, yeah. you know, among new stuff, new shit that comes out yeah. or whatever. But um, it was fun just to kind of re- like really sit down and just listen to them, not while I was doing other shit, and just taking it all in. Yeah. Because a lot of times I listen to music at work or while I'm kind of distracted. But when I do stuff for the show, I usually like will sit in silence and put on some earphones yeah. and actually listen to it. Yeah. And it was fun to do that again. Yeah, it was it was to me uh, very enjoyable just because um, they're. I guess I kind of took a, a backseat to uh, Ashes. It's been a while. Mm. Then listened to it. Yeah. Um, and and pale folklore. Same here. So uh, for Ashes. Yeah. yeah, and so going back to everything, just kind of you know, just brought back all these memories and just brought back all this happiness and. Good times. Uh, all, all this. Oh, dude! You know, I immediately thought of fucking uh, fucking times we hung out at you know his friends, just fucking yeah. drinking beers. And, yeah. Uh, on days like tonight. Yeah. You know, listening to Agalog. Yeah. Had the bonfire going. Yeah. And so that's what I'm saying. Like this smoking uh, cigarettes and me freezing my ass off because I get cold easily. I know. I'm calling <laughs> you a weenie. Shut up. But like, I feel like the music of Agalog, it it just evokes yeah. so much emotion. But so much passion in all of us, and I think that's the music that you want, man. That's the music that we, as metalheads, we should want. we need. Yeah. You know, so when we're looking for that with bands that, you know, you have your trust in, for example, Opeth and and the um, so degree Catatonia because they're gonna come. By the way, they're in the studio again. So, twenty twenty new album Catatonia can only Ooh, wait. Can only hope for a new album. Yeah. So. Uh, and, and anyway, so you put a lot of trust in these guys and, yeah. and, and, and bands that, and you hope that they can, not, they're not going to cater to anybody. They write, all bands write they're gonna whatever. Do what they're going to do. Yeah, but you've yeah, got to have their trust. Them. you got to put trust in them that they're going to do something. And you know what? When there's a band that, for the most part, they hit everything in the ball, out of the ballpark. Yeah. you got to be happy about that. Absolutely, and I I'm so fucking happy that these guys are here, um, even though they are not together anymore. They're just always going to be that band. Yeah, they'll always be part and, of you know our lives. And yeah, they're always going to be. There, yeah. There's always something that's going to be you know there's a, there's always going to be a week where I play at least one Akalaka. Yeah, album. <laughs> yeah. So there'll always yeah. be a special place in Absolutely. my heart. Absolutely. Yeah. So buy the ticket. Take the ride.